You're listening to Mr. Beck's Talk Sex. Welcome to the show. I am Ames Beckerman, and you're listening to Mr. Beck's Talk Sex. If you are new to the podcast, this is a podcast where we talk about sex, sexuality, gender, love, porn, romance, LGBTQ issues, and everything in between. I'm really excited. Our guest today is Mike Cateo, who is a psychotherapist, a comedian, and a gangster. I have known him for quite some time, and I'm really excited that he was able to fit in this interview. But in the meantime, this has not been a great week. I had to cancel a gig on Monday, this uh, a gig for, for storytelling at the Delancey Lounge, because I felt so sick, and um, of course it was due to me being anemic. I had weight loss surgery years ago, and my iron has been low for for quite some time. And um, yes, and now I'll be going weekly for iron infusions for most of the summer. Hopefully I'll have some energy. Uh, and uh, the same day, I was actually passed over for an internal promotion at my day job that I've been at for 10 years. So it's been quite a letdown this week, but I'm pretty excited because tomorrow I'm leaving for the Philly Trans Health Conference in Philadelphia with my boyfriend and, of course, pork chop. And it will be great. There'll be a lot of great sessions that I'm going to attend, and I'm sure I'll be bringing back a bunch of interviews with people that I've been looking forward to meet, um, one of it, one of which is the owner of a company called Pop Dildo, which is a sex toy company that actually ejaculates sperm and helps um, couples get pregnant. So, pretty excited for that. But in the meantime, I'll just sit here with my face mask on, eating a burrito, like a usual Wednesday. (laughs) I'm actually glad I took the day off today. Um, It's nice to just have uh, a day to myself. But I'm actually leaving shortly because I'm hosting a trans pizza party at Rizzo's Pizza in the Lower East Side. So I will be recording on that next week. But let's get to our guest. So Mike Cateo was the guest on the show. I have known him for quite some time. We did stand-up together. I actually found him on YouTube before we had met about six years ago, oh, maybe seven years ago, and he is, uh, he has a physical disability. He prefers not the term, he does not like the term differently abled. Physical disability, totally fine. Uh, we all like our certain words. And we met his, his, his first of all, his stand-up video online was just outstanding. Um, he was just so open about his disability and who he was and confident about who he was I was like I need to meet this guy so he he performed on my show at that time I was producing a show called Dykes on Mics and he came on the show we performed several times together and then you know life took over he was busy being a psychotherapist I was doing photography and all the other educational things I do here in the city, and we haven't seen each other since then, but I have to tell you, he ages well. I mean, this city, I've seen people who age so quick from New York City, they look like a banana after just a few years. 
Holy shit. Micah Teo ages well. He is a silver fox. Oh, God. What a sexy guy. So, um, that's it. I'm really excited to share this interview with you. I think you will love it. Here it is. I'm here with Mike Cateo, who I have not seen in years. I'm really excited to be here with you. Um, you were hard to pin down lately. You're like that's really, what she said. Seriously, like you're like a boxing. You have your own. Um, God, what do you call it? Your, your I, I have a private practice. Private practice. I like picture you in a leather chair with like clients laying on like a bed. I hate my office. I hate what my office looks like. I I rent from this woman who I was my teacher at one point, and okay. like she just it's like a shit show of stuff all rolled so into one room. You can't decorate your right, place. Right, And so, and I rent three days and she's there too. So I'm there more often than she is. And she asked me if I want to um, be new with her and I said, not really. And I think what I'm going to do is tell her, I'll, I'll stay and do another year here, but I need more room to like make this office mine. Right. I, I totally agree with you. Um, I, if you want some artwork, I have, you could put some, I don't know, maybe your clients will like some. Yeah, I don't, I don't think With that pasta. <laughs> I, I would love that for my home, but I don't think. Right. What type of, what type of psychotherapy do you do? Um, I, I work a lot with, like, uh, people who've been through trauma. Okay. And, and borderline personality and crazy people. Crazy people. Crazy people. <laughs> They're my specialty. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So we knew each other through the performance world, right? Um, which is very different or kind of similar to therapy. I don't know. It's different. Well, I, I yeah, you use a lot of the same skills. You just act differently. True. I'm getting back. I, would you get back into it? What, stand-up? Yeah. I've been performing since January. Okay. I'm actually talking with people about starting a tour and stuff. You gotta do it. I, I, so I saw you online. Like, I saw that clip of you online. I forget. I don't even remember the joke anymore about the helmet. And. Milk Feds. The Milk Feds. I. <laughs> I I'm gonna link joke. it. Okay, I I'm gonna link it on my website. I'm I, not gonna make you do it now. Every time I do that joke, I feel like a sellout. My soul just shrivels up and dies a little bit. It's so fucking good. It's really good. It, this must be a link online. Right? Yeah, yeah. There's totally. I'm. My website is still up. All right. I'll, I'm gonna take the milk dud joke and put it on my website. A link to the YouTube. Okay. So it's on there. I, it's brilliant. I think it's uh, freaking brilliant. I performed a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago, in a black room in Brooklyn, and I was I was like, I'm not gonna do that joke. Then I got up on stage. I'm like, fuck it. It's it's one of my best jokes, even though I. It's hate the it. I mean, it's ha it's hacky, but it works. It's not hacky. It's not hacky, but it's like, it's not hacky. It's it's, it's hacky. All right, can you just do the can so you do the damn joke? Can okay. you do it now? So wait, but I want. Oh, to you need to prep. Story. Okay, sorry. So so I'm getting ahead of myself. I went I went to uh, I was telling the joke, and this woman goes, I don't think that's funny. And like totally got got all upset, and I just thought it was the funniest thing. So then, afterwards, I hit on her, and I told her I'd fuck her in the corner. Um, 
Uh, I thought, wait, are you, how do you identify? Are I you identify as bi. I guess I, 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 we're I've all dated, a little bi. I've dated men and women, and I've fallen in love with men and women, so I identify as bi. Makes sense. I, I think. I guess I would say the same. Right now, I'm gay. Mm-hmm. Ish. But that's, it's like the ish. You know, like my mom asked me, she's like, okay, so you've transitioned, you've dated women, but now you're with a man. What I'm like, just, I guess. <laughs> Your poor mom's so confused. My poor mother. I know. She's like, at first she was like, oh my God, you're going to be a nice Jewish boy. You're going to be able to uh, have, be like with a nice Jewish girl. And I'm like, fail. Nope. Again. <laughs> Whatever. They're black and they're, they're Muslim. Right. <laughs> what else? She's like, just don't pierce your tongue. That's her. That's still her role. My mother said, "Don't get any more tattoos till she dies." Fuck it. That's like a nice. I love my tattoos. Your arms are huge. Yeah, I work out a lot. Jesus Christ! If you want to see, you gotta lift your arms up. Sorry, my hands are freezing. It's okay. What is it? Is it's an angel. It's an angel with the tattoo. It's so good. So good. All right. So all right. I'm not gonna make you do the joke. Um, I could. Do the okay, but you you gotta do the joke. It's hard. I guess it's hard to preface. If you're, if we're not, well, so people always stare at me on the street like there's something wrong with me. Like, okay. I get that all the time. Like this one time, this woman walked up to me and she was like, "I totally fucked up my own joke. <laughs> I haven't done it in so long. It's been a month since I did this joke." Like people always, people always come up to me. You know what? Fuck the joke. Fuck it. I'm Fuck done. It. All right, so um, one of the reasons why I really wanted to talk to you is because um, you're a pretty kinky dude, and you're also uh, a dude with a disability. Yes. And I, I just really want to know how you navigate those two things, um, how you navigate sex with a disability um, and, and dating with a disability. You know, it's when I was younger, I, I thought... Like, when I was younger, I thought no one would want me. I, I thought I'd be single forever. Yeah. I thought, you know, and um, and that was all because of my disability. And, like, I, I dealt with a lot of rejection. So I really, I, I, it, it took a long time for me to get over that. And, um, like, I, I, I'm, God, this is going to sound conceited. I'm lucky because I'm cute. The, you are the, very cute. Thank you. <laughs> you age really well. Like, I, I know. Like I was so I was ugly like, when I was Christ. in my twenties. You're you're like a silver fox now. So that's oh, so, not, that's a so tiger. What is, I don't so know what, what there's a fox there. Um, what 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 is your disability? Like, how do you how would you define what your um, disability is? I I was in a car accident when I was eighteen months old. Okay. And so, because of that, I have what's called left hemiparesis. Uh, the left hemisphere of my body um, is paralyzed. So um, I was hit over here in the car accident and I died um, on impact. Uh, they revived me. Uh, I went into a coma. They revived me again in the hospital. I was in a coma for about two weeks, three weeks. And then they did an operation to relieve the water on my brain. And they said, they told my mother to put me in a home um, because oh I probably wouldn't be much more than a vegetable. 
and um, she insisted on taking me home. And, you know, I, I luckily, I was born left-handed. I can't use right. my left hand now, but I was born left-handed. And so I, uh, I, I did every, I'm lucky because I did everything early. Like I walked early and I talked early. Right. So I had like a year of walking before my accident. Where it would it help? See, I don't even realize when babies walk. Like, yeah. <laughs> my mother said I walked at about six months, which okay. is pretty young. Um, and so she said, "I am. I've always been like uh, uh, a determined person and kind of stubborn. So, like, you know, they'll tell stories of how when I when I got home from the hospital, I couldn't walk, so I dragged myself along the floor on my right side." That's determination. Yeah. That's really... So what was that like for you um, in high school when you were coming into your identity to be dating? It was dating? It was hard. I mean, I I was a, I was a homely looking kid. So it's hard to believe. I don't really... I kind of don't believe it's you. It's kind of true. Let me, let me see. This, <laughs> isn't, this isn't me as a, a, a kid kid, but... My my best friend, who was my first girlfriend, who I was madly in love with, okay, um, has this picture of me with like buck teeth, a bit pudgy. Like I was it's just crazy. I was just not attractive. Like I have to say, like there's not many people, especially living in New York, where I feel like it ages you and you just get weathered from being in the city. There's not many people that I've seen other than you. There's a few people that I'm like, wow, you look way better than I've seen you five years ago. How does that happen? It's Thank just, you it's very pretty, much. I mean, you, you work out a lot. I'm sure you take yeah. very good care of yourself. Botox. It's all Botox. Are you serious? No, I'm kidding. Okay. I'm like, yeah. oh, God. I actually, I got Botox in my arm once. Really? To, like, to release the tent more than once. I did it for, like, three times. And that shit is fucking painful. Seriously? The injections, because they have to inject it into the bone. So nope. oh, I, w- I was... wanted to do it in my armpits, so my armpits would stop. stop Why? Why? It oh. like I guess it like stops the. Sweat I goes. love sweat smell. Oh, see that's okay. So I'm not real. I feel like I'm not really a man yet because I so, hate it. Yeah, I'm like. That's why I said, do you mind if I come I'm over? I'm I'm totally fine with it, but like for me, I'm like, oh my god, my armpits smell. I need to. I need to shower. I can't. I can't deal with it. You know. <laughs> my, I don't like smells. I'm my, so weird. <laughs> my ex says, I still live with my ex, and my ex says. God, what do you do? You sweat so much. It's funny. I mean, a lot of a lot of gay guys that I know they um, they wear deodorant Monday through Thursday, and then they stop on Thursday, so they have the weekend. I like Wednesday. that rule. It's I, a, that, I like that's that a rule. reasonable rule to me. Um, but there's some people who you can just smell them uh, like 50 feet away, and I'm like, nope, sorry, no, thank you. Wash your armpits, wash your balls. That's my rule. <laughs> Seriously, in the summer it's it's a really it's a hard one. It's yeah, hard, like yeah. So uh, I I um I've always liked sex. I've always okay. like let's bring it back to the okay. Time. Sorry, <laughs> no. But I could, I, I could just <laughs> ramble on okay. and on and so on. So tell me, yeah. So uh, let's. I can't let's, find this picture, it's but fine. I was I was pudgy. I was fat and I was ugly and I had a gut. I don't even believe that. Um, so when, so when you came out, when did you come out? I was about 
like, I was about 19 when um, my parents found out. And okay. uh, they found out by walking in on me hungry. No, I'm kidding. That would be <laughs> awful. It, it kind of always, it, I mean, that would be, like, helpful. <laughs> I feel like, you know, they wouldn't be like, oh, is it really true? Are you sure? It's like, I'm fucking sure. You see I'm fucking sure and I'm fucking. Right. Um, okay, so were were you dating when you came out? Uh, no. I, like, I was such an insecure kid. Like, I really, I don't think I started dating guys till I was in my 20s. Okay. Like, I, I really, I had a lot of sex, but I, I always felt like no one would really want me. Okay. And so, I, I didn't. I didn't pursue people. I, I, like, still to this day, you know, I can look in the mirror and think, oh, good, you're good looking. But as soon as I walk away from the mirror, I'm like, oh, my God, you're such a... Like, my, my brain starts going. I, I, think that's a, I think that's common for a lot of people, yeah. too, though. Um, did you have... I mean, what was that like when you met someone and... You know, you, you felt like you had a connection. Did you do some online dating at that time? I'm old. I'm You're not that old. I mean, I'm, I guess I didn't. I, I'm yeah. gonna be forty and like. I guess I I had MySpace. I mean, you probably had MySpace. Yeah, I didn't. I like I went out to bars a lot. Okay. And, um, I I hooked up in bars and I'm I'm very I I'm just I'm naturally a flirtatious person. Yeah. So that comes easy. And so I flirt easy. I've always flirted easy, even when I wasn't, like, I just smile at people, and it, it can be construed as flirting. Like, That's fine. Like, do, how do you it. doing? Right, do how it. How you doing? <laughs> so, I, I mean, if I, like, so I'm a whore, basically. Is You're what not a is. whore. I mean, you can be a whore. I mean, it's, it's a loving term. You can be a whore. <laughs> Uh, so do you have, I mean, with, with your disability, do you have any limitations in terms of sex? I mean, I think this is something that, you know, there's so many people who, who are, um, who are open, you know, like myself, I'm open to dating someone who, who has a disability or is, I know you hate the word different mm-hmm. labels, but it's, it's just an uncomfortable thing to talk about, you know, like, are there things that, that you're unable to do? Are there things that are uncomfortable for you to do? So... When I was with, I was, I was engaged, and we broke up um, in December. And like when we first got together, mm-hmm. I would do certain things during sex, and he goes, he would say, "Oh, that's new! I didn't know you could do okay, that." Okay. Like, like balancing on one foot, putting my other leg up on the bed. He's like, "Wow!" Like, so you can, okay. So, so I don't think I have much limitations. Like, I, I. I like fisting. I, I can't fist with this hand, but... Okay, like, so if you I can only could, fist with one hand. Yeah, so right. I can't do double fisting. I guess that's a limitation. Oh, so sad. <laughs> so sad. You'll be okay. I think you'll be fine. <laughs> I hope my mother I don't, doesn't hear this. I know, I hope my mother doesn't hear this too. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, is anyone... If, I don't know anyone who's ever been able to double fist without, like, eating a bottle of... I've never even seen that in 
in person. Even like shooting some porn, I've never seen double fisting. I was I went to a sex club last night and like last night last night. Yeah. Oh my god! And you I, have the life. I, oh, I'm just a hornball. Take me with you to these places. You, you want to come? <laughs> totally. Okay. Well, I've only it. been I've only been to the spam party. Um, but what's Brooklyn. the spam party? Uh, I don't know what it stands for, but it's um it's in Park Slope. It's just like a queer sex party. It's once a month. Okay. Cool. You know, it's, it's sometimes... I've got to check that one out. It's okay. It's far. It's like a hike for me in Park Slope. So, so, um, I feel like I'm starting a lot of stories and I'm not finishing. It's fine. Um, <laughs> it's fine. It's I have ADD. I didn't take my advice I did too. It's good. It's good. Um, so... You're not working today, so it's good. You don't need to... Uh, so, my, um... So... Okay, so the reason I broke up with my ex yeah. is because we weren't having sex. He, okay. And every time I approached him for sex, he turned me away. And okay. so I started to feel very ugly, very unloved, very, like, just, and and that was part of that. And so when, when we were, when we were together a couple, a few years ago, maybe two years ago, I, I, Hooked up with this guy who I found out was an escort. Like, okay. And so we started, I hooked up with him and his boyfriend. And um, they approached me at the gym and we went back to their place and it was very hot. And that so, sounds like a dream. It's like. That never happens. Yeah. I, <laughs> so, so I went, so this guy, Mike, is the escort. Okay. Um, I should have probably changed his name, but whatever. It's fine. So I, I'm talking to Mike, and we're just talking, and I go, so what are you doing? He said, I'm an escort. I'm like, really? So in my mind, I'm like, holy shit, an escort wanted me. So then uh, not to pay. <laughs> so so um, we would meet all the time, and we became okay. friends. And I'm in recovery. He's in recovery. Okay. So we had that in common. And so I said to, after a while, I said, you know, I'm thinking about doing this. He goes, you totally should. You'd be, you'd be a good escort. And so, um, like, I went home and talked to my boyfriend about it. And I said, look, we're not having sex. I, I don't feel wanted. I, I want to do this. What do you think? And he said, yeah. And so I started escorting, and like I wrote this awesome ad. Oh my okay. god, the ad was awesome, and it was hilarious. You want to see it? I have. I, I got the ad's see not you just up. Re- if you just read part of it, because okay. I would really like to hear this. Okay. So, what were your what were your clients like? Um, what was the client base? Uh, yeah, like what what was the client base? They were like I never had a client where I went oh. Like right. they were always good experiences, and I've heard I've heard that a lot from a lot of sex workers that yeah. they've had really great experiences um, here in New York and also elsewhere. So I I like there was there were a couple of guys where I walked in and I'm like, what are you hiring me for? You're hot, like and, and that's amazing. Right, that's a really great that must be a really great feeling too. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm getting paid, and I'm getting an ego boost. <laughs> and then... What could be better? Exactly. And then, like, um, the, the, the one guy, early on, like, one of my first clients ever, 
wanted me to treat him like a dog, and I just loved that. Like he had, he had um, like a, 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 a like chew toy, and I'd wrestle with him with it, and so fun. And I love. I recently photographed puppy play at the Eagle, and it was really? like, yes, it was like it was just amazing to watch. I've never, I've never seen it in action. Seen like the puppies play together. And interact with the other owners and masters, but it was mm-hmm. it was really interesting. It made photographing difficult because I had to have to ask the master if I could photograph the pup. So it was it was like a very strange dynamic, uh-huh. but it, it was it's really cool. So have you ever participated in that outside of uh, No, but it's it's fun. Like I wouldn't mind doing it. Yeah, I mean, I'd say that with a lot of kids. Like, you know, even if they're not, it's not my thing. I'm like, let's do it. All right, so read this ad. Okay. So, um, my dick is so big it makes me walk funny. Just kidding. My name's Mitch, and I'm, I was actually in a car accident as a kid, which has left me with a couple unique attributes. Besides being confident and sexy, I have two different size arms. I call my right arm the hot one, and the left arm the one with a good personality. Um, blah, blah, blah. I, I can get into anything you want, as long as it doesn't make me bleed. <laughs> okay. I, lo- I love um, to bring fantasies to life for my clients. A session with me is more than just sex. It's about connecting with the other person and helping them to feel like they're the most important person in the moment. Um, yeah, that's, and then. And you had photos with it. Yeah. Amazing. But I don't have the photos on me. Um, it's good. So outside of the sex work that you did, what are some kinks that you personally enjoy? You know, I like, I like aggression play. I like, okay. um, S&M, I like uh, water sports, I like, I like cuddling. Yeah. <laughs> um, cuddling is I, always good. I love kissing. Okay. In fact, if someone doesn't kiss, I will be like, I'll, I'll say, you know what, I'm good, thanks. What if someone kisses badly? Because that's another issue that I've mm. dealt with. Sometimes then then, then, then I just ask them to suck my dick, really. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not wrong. Oh my god! No, it's not wrong at all. I mean, it's 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 just honest. It's it's true. It's kissing. It's kissing. It's kissing my right. dick. Exactly. Okay. Um. And, and I mean, what? How do you like? If someone is interested in. If someone has a kink that they're interested in doing, but they've never had a chance to explore that, where do you think is a good place for them to start? What What is the kink? I don't know. Let's Let's say Let's say it's water sports. Okay. I feel like that's a mid level. So, I don't know. <laughs> so So I personally like drinking piss. Okay. That's 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 my jam. Okay. <laughs> so. But Are you specific on what? Because I t- I talked to other people about this. Are you very specific on what they have been eating and drinking before? No, I okay. could care less. I like okay. to be surprised. Okay, you're a surprise kind of guy. All right. All right. Um, and so, uh, but 
usually if someone's never done it, I'll 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 say just try peeing on someone. See how okay. that. See how you like that. Okay. Like, do you like it? And then if you like that, then maybe you let the other person pee on you. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's that's a way to start. What about? Um, I mean, how, how do you how do you negotiate these things with some someone? You know, consent is always important. Um, how do you how do you negotiate consent and just like uh, do you negotiate this before a scene before you you know it's always a weird thing to talk about. I hate talking about consent and negotiation. Well, I I usually ask so like when I was a sex worker, I I always asked up front. You know, what do you like? What turns you on? Right. What are you looking for? So that I could have, like, an idea of what they wanted. And, um, you know, sometimes it was, I like to go with the flow. Sometimes, you know, it depended. Right. And so I think, um, I, I think it, it always depends. Like, when I'm doing it personally and... I'm meeting with someone, I'm kind of, I, I just like, okay, what are you into? What do you like? And, you know, sometimes I don't ask and I just go with the flow. And other times I'm like, you know what? Mm, no, this isn't working okay. for me. Is there and any... I, I feel a lot, like when, when I didn't have confidence, I would take anything that came my way. Right. Like it could be the, the person who I found least attractive in the world. Okay. And I'd be like, sure. And now I'm a little more discriminant. And that's good. Yeah, I that's think, good. I think it does take time, um, I, I'm sure you agree, just to, to build that up. I think it's, you know, I think, you know, especially when I was at a point with my gender and not knowing really who I was, what was going on, who would love me, you know, I was doing the same thing. But then mm -hmm. once you just kind of become more of who you are, it's, it's easier to, to say no. You don't have to say yes. Um, is there anything you won't do? No. Is there anything you haven't done? No. Wow. It's pretty impressive. I mean, impressive. I'm sure there is in a plethora of the world. Right. I'm sure, uh, yeah. I mean, have you like, done, like, ritual suspensions? I've you haven't I've, done... I've uh, never jerked off while a goat is on top of me. Okay, like, okay. You know. We had we had a third over last night, and um, he and he was like, it was my boyfriend, you know, myself, and then um, a cisgendered guy, and he was like, okay, is there any, you know, everyone always asks trans mm -hmm. guys this, and I think it's really nice when people mm -hmm. say like, is there anything that's um, that's that you're not okay with? And my boyfriend was like, please don't finger bang the cat. <laughs> like that was like all he said, and and that's I, and it's it it funny. Hilarious. It was really funny, and but he thought it was really funny. Um, I sometimes get nervous that like. The guy's gonna just run out and be like, "You guys are fucking weird," but I think it's I think it's funny. I think sex can be funny. Yeah, um, my ex girlfriend <laughs> and I. Every time we had sex, we would laugh. Yeah, hilarious. totally, absolutely, hysterically, and it was. Yeah, I'm like, why are we laughing? So like, it was such a good sex. And that's connection. how it should be. And I think I even like trying new things. Um, I mean, my thing also is um, I, I know that you're sober. Do you think it's Do you think it's um, important to not be under the influence of drugs and alcohol when you're when you're playing with someone new and being able to like be in the right state of mind well i've i've hooked up with guys who are high and it's a little uncomfortable like 
like doing okay. different head spaces. Okay. So um, I I like to be with someone who's sober, or okay. a little tipsy, but okay. not not out of their gourd high. Right. Right. Okay. Um. So I I think before we before we end this, um, do you have any? We gotta end it. God, we can We don't have to end it, but. I do. You know, you have you got to go to IHOP. Yeah. The International House of Pancakes. You got a date. Pancake date. Um, do you have any <sighs> any just words of adv- advice for people who are are feeling like they're just not good enough and that they have hang-ups and that no one's going to love them and no one will want to um, see them naked and be with them sexually. Do you have any advice for those people? Try things. Just Try things. Get to know people. Like, it's not. It's. It's not about. Like, I truly believe it's not about how attract, how other people view you as attractive or not. It's about how you view yourself. Cause you, you could be, but ugly and think you're hot and exude hotness. Perfect. Well, Mike, thank you for coming over sweaty from the gym thank you for having I'm glad me. we did this and uh i think everyone will love this episode cool thanks, thanks so much Angie. of course thank you mike for being my guest on this episode of mr bex talks sex and thank you to everyone who listened today if you like the show please go to itunes and hit subscribe if you like the show leave a review if you have any questions, comments, if you know a guest, or maybe you want to be a guest on the show, send me an email at amesbeckerman at gmail.com. And you can also check out my website at amesbeckerman.com. That's it. Have a sexy weekend, everyone. <laughs>